What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wise Women Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brienne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring godly wisdom to your world. It's Wednesday, so you already know what that means. It is time to wise up. Let's talk wise, be wise, so that we can live wise. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am Jennifer Brian. I'm your podcast host and I am accompanied by my mini assistant, my little girl. So if you hear any squeals, squeams, coughing, laughing, toys drop, you guys know what it is. I appreciate you so much for welcoming me in this season of motherhood. Okay, it's a joy and a journey all in the same. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Jennifer Brienne here coming live uh, to you to talk about and finish rather a discussion that we had in Wise Women Group. So I know that some of you guys are not in Wise Women Group. It is a group that is housed on Facebook. It's a private group. So I would admonish you to go ahead and join because we have great topics of discussion. So here's a little insight to the discussion that we had. I posted a status that says, who better than you? All right. And I posted that status as the Lord was dealing with me concerning some things relative to the qualifications of which I have been called. A lot of people don't believe that they're worthy of the call of God on their lives. A lot of people don't believe that they um, are uh, qualified to do what God's called them to do. They think it's too big. They think it's too much. They think it's too hard. Or they think that they are. Yeah. Or they think that they are not the right person for the job. And that could not be further from the truth. Um, when it comes to the statement, who better than you? The Lord dropped that question in my spirit and I had to meditate on it as an answer to what he created for me to do. So when you think about the thing that God has called you to do, who is better at doing that thing who is better at executing that task who is better at sharing that message at being that example at being that role model who is better think about that and i'm going to be asking that question a lot through today's podcast because i really want you to think about it because the answer is 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 unanimously nobody there is no one there is no one and i'll i'll get to why there is no one but i want you to begin thinking about who is better than me? So when I ask the question, who is better than you? You have, And don't think about it from a pride standpoint of competition, meaning that, well, she can do this or he can do that or they have this and they have that. Think about it as who is more holistically prepared, ready, experienced, and can do uniquely created, divinely orchestrated to do what God has called you to do. When I think about the question, who is better than me? And when I think about and get into my study, I was thinking about how the Bible says that I have equipped you. I have called you. I have called you worthy. I have qualified you. And there is nothing or no one that can remove those qualifications. I am so pro-education. I am so pro-advancement, personal growth, personal development. But it comes to, as it comes to 
really getting into what you can be certified to do, what you can train yourself to do, what others can train you to do, that you are limited in your scope around what information and knowledge people uh, choose to share or not to share. And this is what I mean. Because I'm pro-education, I've went through almost 10 years of higher education. And so I was limited in my understanding until I got to a place of understanding and what those professors shared with me. I was limited at the level that I was on because of the level that I was on, really. Uh, really, really think about that. So when you go after these certifications, these courses, uh, coaching, look, all of those things are awesome. All of those things are amazing. But think about if you did not have to do any of those things. Think about if you arrived on this earth with everything already on the inside of you and all that needed to be was cultivated, developed, and expressed at the at the particular time in the particular season. So when I say who better than you, those are the types of qualifications. That is a type of setting and the type of tone in which I'm saying who's better than you. God has orchestrated generations upon generations with different types of skills and abilities and talents and treasures and giftings and anointings to orchestrate divinely for you to be right where you are at the timing that you are born to the parents that you are in the family and household that you're born into with the unique experiences memories prior knowledge and information that you have that make you divinely and uniquely you so you cannot tell me that with all of those variables and all of those factors were Working in your favor that the Lord has now set you up to do this thing that he knew that you would do before the beginning of time and you aren't worthy or you aren't qualified. Now you say, well, Jennifer, there's some stuff that happened to me in my life that, you know, doesn't work out for me and it didn't work out for my good. Well, that's according to your faith, because I believe that all things, whether good or bad, work together for the good of those that love God and that are called according to his purpose. So I know for a fact that the things that you are called to do, the things that you have been uniquely and divinely created to do are working for you. I trust that. I believe that. Mm -hmm. I know that. And I know that. If you decide to look at your situation and look at those things that are weaknesses or not, you know, the most uh, honorable areas of your life, you can see that the Lord is going to work that for your good, that there is a lesson that can be pulled from that. And there is something that can be learned. And even if it's not something that you're fully developed in, I mean, you know, hey, Jennifer, I still got some work to do in that area. Hey, we all have areas that we need to work to do. So let's not focus on our humanity in this group. Uh-oh. Let's not focus on our humanity in this instance. Let's focus on our divinity. Let's focus on what God can do in and through us with those experiences and with those um with those challenges, with those areas of weaknesses, with those areas of strength, with those areas of passion and compassion. Let's think about those things because who is better than you than to go out and help the people who look like you, whose situations look like you, whose problems look like you, who you have solutions for? The Bible says that he always causes us to triumph. So let's look at those things and those areas in which you have been uh, caused to triumph. If the Bible tells you that it always causes you to triumph, meaning the Lord always causes you to triumph, there are areas that you can help other people triumph. We are called to be light bearers. We are called to compel men to come. We are called to draw people to Christ. And what better way than the way that you have been uniquely qualified to do? I do not want you to struggle with if you are worthy. I do not want you to struggle with if you are qualified. When you think about being qualified, that means can I do this? Like, can I 
be this? Can I become this? And the answer is unequivocally, yes, you can. The answer is unequivocally, yes, you have what's on the inside of you. You have everything that you need. So again, I asked my posing question for this podcast, who better than you? Who better than you than to reach those people who are hurting in a way that you've hurt before? Who better than you than to reach those people that you went through the process of healing, of deliverance, of being set free, of of seeking God in prayer, of getting answers and getting solutions, of going to people to, to understand and to reconcile and to forgive. You've done the labor of work. You've done the what needs to be done. So who better than you? You know, uh, <laughs> church people always like to give the answers the that sound good to church. So one of the responses that I got to the question was, well, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, that sounds like it's a good answer, but let's really think about what you're saying. If you say, well, Jesus is better than me, you are right in an es- in an essence, but you are incorrect in that Jesus gave us his Holy Spirit. So he left us a comforter and on the inside of us, we have the Holy Spirit. We have the power of the living God living on the inside of us. So if you're saying that, you know, Jesus is better than me, well, he's in you now. So now what's your excuse? Because every power, everything, every, every access, everything that the Lord does, the Bible says greater works than these shall we do. So if he cast out devils, spoke with new tongues, um, had divine miracles, um, and was able to heal the sick, uh, fix, uh, uh, resurrect the dead. Look, there's a lot of things that Jesus did that we have the power and the empowerment by the Holy Spirit to do. So let me go back to my original question. Who better than you? Who better than you than to say it is the Lord on the inside of me. And because I have the Lord on the inside of me, I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. I can do all things that I'm called and created to do. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. Who better than you? You have the spirit of the living God operating fully functioning on the inside of you. And the wonderful secret, the best part about this is that is all that you need. That is literally all that you need. And you have to get to a place where Christ, the chief cornerstone, Christ, the solid rock, Christ, the righteous, Christ, the spirit of the living God, the author and the finisher of your faith, the bright and morning star, the lamb, the rock, the redeemer, that he is your answer. He's first in all and through all that if you have nothing else, that is all that you need. I do not want to stand before Christ. And look God in his face when we get before the great white judgment throne. And he look at me and say, Jennifer, why didn't you do what I called you to do? I gave you everything that you needed and I put everything on the inside of you. Why didn't you do what I called you to do? Or why was this task incomplete? And then I have to answer with, well, so-and-so didn't do this. Or so-and-so didn't do that. Or I wasn't able to do this. Or I couldn't figure out how to do that. Or I don't, I can't think of an excuse that will be worthy in that moment. I can't think of an excuse when I know for a fact that the Lord has given me what I need to thrive and to do his will. See, we have to look at this as a spiritual thing because we are, and I've been studying eschatology, which means the the last things or the end times, and we are immaterial. And that's what we have to go back to Christ with the things that have been put on the inside of us, the things that are eternal, those gifts, those talents, those skills, those anointings, those things that are divine, right? And those are the things that we have to answer for. I don't know that I'll have to answer to God about my degree because that's something that is fixated through this time dimension, meaning that once it, once I die, it has no eternal value. 
My, my degree is awesome for here. It has value and merit in the marketplace. It has ma value and merit. It means something when people call me doctor or when I move into that space. But as for right now, that that is all that it gets glory for. God gets the glory for me being able to complete the task of, of achieving the doctorate. But as, as it relates to eternity, the only value it has is did I obey God's will to complete it? But otherwise, it carries no weight in the spirit. So we have to think about those things. What are we putting our, our efforts and our intentions into? Because who better than you than to do the thing that God called you to do? Who better than you than to complete and use the things that are on the inside of you naturally? This does not mean, this is not mean, this does not mean, please hear me clearly. This does not mean that we are not supposed to invest in ourselves. We absolutely are. Development, personal development, um, our health, our wealth, our mindset, all of those things are critical and they are a part of the journey and a part of pulling out the full expression of what's on the inside of us. They're a part of it, of pulling back those layers and those false belief systems and those limiting beliefs and those things that keep us captive and bound and away from the thing that God called us to. But you have to come to the understanding and walk in the realization that there is nobody better than me than to do what God called me to do. I can say that until I'm blue in the face, but it does not matter until you believe it. And as a matter of fact, you might need to start declaring over yourself that adjective that you struggle with. Maybe you struggle with your divine gifting. Maybe you struggle with just simply being anointed. Maybe you struggle with the wisdom around doing the thing. Maybe you struggle with the strategy, but that does not mean that you in and of yourself are not qualified. We have to get this scripture down on the inside of us. We are qualified. God qualifies us. Then he equips us. He trains us. He prepares us. He already put us on the mission. We didn't have to become worthy. We didn't have to do any righteous work. We didn't have to sin less. We didn't have to do anything to be ready to do the thing that God called us to do. Paul comes to mind because he was a murderer of Christians and he became one of the greatest evangelists known to the history of the church. He did the exact opposite of the thing that he was called to. He was running in the exact opposite direction of, of the exact activity that he was divinely orchestrated, that he was purposely destined to do. What is that thing that you're running from? It may be the very thing that you need to run to. Come on, come on, come into, I pray that as I'm speaking, that the eyes of your understanding are enlightened and that you may know the hope of the calling for which you have been called. A lot of us are focusing on what other people have been called to do or what other people are good at doing and desiring and almost coveting, even jealous to the point that other people are succeeding and thriving at what they have been called to do. There is success in you for what you have been called to do. And guess what? You don't have to answer to anybody or explain to anybody how that's going to work out. Get with Holy Spirit. I wrote a book, The Power of the Secret Place, How to Cultivate an Intimate Prayer Life. And if you tap into your secret place and if you tap into your prayer life, you will be able to unveil the mysteries of you. You got to get into you. You got to get into who God called you to be. All right. I think that you understand that I believe and that I know that there is nobody better than you than to do what God called you to do, but it's for you to believe.
As a matter of fact, you might need to start repeating those things. There is nobody better than me than to do what God called me to do. There is nobody better than me than to do what God called me to do. There is nobody better than me than to do what God called me to do. And that, my friends, will, will give you the confidence. It will give you the reassurance. And as you work that thing out in prayer, the Lord will begin to unveil to you the things that you are called to do if you don't know. All right, because there's a twofold to that. So maybe in the next podcast, we'll talk more about the thing that God has called you to do. Um, I hope that this podcast has blessed you. I hope that you recognize that you are equipped for the call. And, and because I'm sorry that you are qualified for the call and because God has qualified you, he will equip you. He will help you. You're not alone in this. You're not by yourself in this and that you can do it. But if you don't believe that fundamental thing that you can do it, you won't try. Or if you try, you will sabotage all of your efforts in trying to get it done. You have to go back to the belief system that you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. You can do it. I believe in you. And if you need more help and you need more reassurance, please reach out to me and we will go into this together. But until next time, I love y'all. Peace, love, and hair grease.